Yes, welcome to Film Theory 101 Psych with Tim Daniel. Tim, say hello. Uh, we don't really use last <laughs> names on this podcast. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, fuck. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Uh, well, bleep me. Can you bleep me? Yeah, but we, we're cool with swearing on this podcast, so it's fine. What's your name so everyone at home is listening and knows? I'm pa- Tim, I was going to get there. I'm Paige. Okay. And who do we have on Here. today? The little adorable giggle you just heard is Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Hey, guys. Carrie. Wasn't that such a good intro? I should do the intro all the time. I sounded like a radio announcer. Yeah, that was excellent. a great intro. We'll have to re-record <laughs> that later, I think. <laughs> this is minus the last name. <laughs> I mean, it really doesn't bother me. Um, no, uh, so just like uh, last month, because we're a monthly podcast, uh, we had Jesse in last month. Um, now we have another cohort member of ours, Carrie. Uh, another, she's also in our, our master's program studying psychology. Um, any, anything else we need to say about you, Carrie? Hmm. No, I think... <laughs> <laughs> That I think that's, up. that's about me. Yeah. That's all you. Do you have about. any like specific questions about me? Oh, Tim's got some questions. Oh, we've got Ooh. questions, but you know, you just like to open it up and just. If there's anything relatively important about you that you think people should know before we jump in, or we can just jump right into the questions. Yeah, let's jump in. Uh, all right. We kind of have a set couple of questions. I'm having a little trouble remembering them right now. Paige, you got? What do you remember what they were? Um, okay, one of them is tell us about the last dream you've had. Ooh, the last dream. You can remember. Ooh, okay, I do remember. So, the last dream I had was more of like an action dream, and (laughs) (laughs) basically I was the heroine of my dream, um, as it should be, Mm. and... No, basically, there was just, like, some bad guy. It wasn't really clear why this person was bad, but, like, I just knew the person was bad in my dream. (laughs) And, yeah. And I had to rescue people um, from the bad guy. So some people, like, he had, like, kidnapped, like, some of my family members, so, like, some of my nieces and, like, had them in this warehouse. And then I, like, rescued them with some of my friends. Paid, you were actually in the dream. (laughs) Um (laughs) You helped me, and uh, my sister did, too. And so, yeah, we just, like, took down this bad guy on our own. And that was kind of – that's the only dream I can remember, but that's, like, most of my dreams are kind of action-y or, like, weird like that. Just really violent, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, like – usually my dreams that are, like, have a bad guy is – does not have me as, like, a heroine. I'm literally just, like, running for my life and, like – I only, like, escape when I wake up. It's very dark, usually, for me. Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had those, too, where, like, you feel like you can't run or you can't, like, open a door. Like, your hands just stop working and you can't yeah. open a handle or something. Yeah, I've had those, too. Mm. I love this action adventure dream, though. That sounds like a delight. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a great dream. Tim, yeah. you were not in it. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Wow, that's uh, pretty amazing. You remember your dreams so well. Um, I don't know if I could describe any dream I ever had in that kind of detail. What? Yeah, yeah this was this one was the one I can remember was like a couple of weeks ago, but I tend to remember my dreams for a little bit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, that, I think that was psychologically revealing. There's a, a violent person living inside a carrier that she only lets out at night. 
<laughs> and she defeats um, it every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, let's move on to our next psychologically revealing question. Um, I just want to assure our listeners at home that you've got three budding psychologists in the room, and these questions have been vetted, uh, <laughs> and we know they provide 100% accurate results. Um, and with that, the next question is, uh, Carrie, you look on your shelf for a board game, or I guess not a board game, a, board, a game, <laughs> and you see a movie trivia game there. And you think, oh yeah, that's the best possible movie trivia game that could be there. What movie trivia category is it? So that would be like horror, romantic comedies, like 90s movies, comedy, Mm -hmm. just like anything, any category like that. I think I'm going to have to say, yeah, I think I'm going to have to say 90s rom-coms. Ugh, Carrie, (laughs) such a pick. I just, I don't think you can beat that. <laughs> you literally can't. I'm pretty sure that's what I picked. Uh, when yeah, you said not, 90s, I was like, rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know, also very psychologically revealing. I think um, you're the first guest to say 90s rom-com. So Thank you. You're one, <laughs> one in a million right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was the last one? Oh, well, the fruit question. I already know what Carrie's going to pick, but go ahead and ask. Uh, how does the fruit question go? Is, did I say there were three fruits on the counter? Is that right? Yeah, and you, she gets to pick one of the fruits. Uh, I don't remember what the fruits were, though. Mm, neither. Okay. Um, I think that there was an, a banana, an orange, and passion fruit. a passion fruit. On the oh. counter. Which one do you want? Passion fruit. See, nice. obviously. Yeah. I was trying to pick one I knew Carrie obviously wouldn't pick. <laughs> well. Yeah. Um, I think that was it, though. Those were our three questions. Yeah. What does the passion fruit oh. reveal? Oh, uh, just you're passionate. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're a fun that was, loving that one's, that one's pretty straightforward. Uh oh, banana. What does yeah. banana reveal? Here's a hint don't pick banana. <laughs> oh, I picked banana, okay? And it meant practical because that I felt like was going to fill me up for the longest. Well, that was your explanation. <laughs> All right. You know, you what? know what? There Actually, that was funny. Um, actually, I'm thinking of back. I think there's one more, one more, one, it's not necessarily a question, just something fun mm. to do. Uh, it's uh, where we all take a quiet moment and we think about what role Carrie plays in the classroom. Oh. And, then, and then we all say it at the same time. So is Carrie a jock? Is she a teacher's pet? <laughs> is she a nerd? Uh, Fucking square. Yeah. What, <laughs> Carrie, would you be okay with doing that? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, you have, you have every right to refuse if you want to. So the three categories are jock. No. no there's, there's, <laughs> oh, no. See, this is the hard thing. There's literally anything. Anything that you represent in the cohort could be it. Okay, so it doesn't have to be out of a category. No. No. Just what role What role do you fill I in our group? easier. What's that? I know. I, I was like, categories might be nice. <laughs> Categories no. would be like helpful, but no. This is the Rorschach portion, where it's just sort of <laughs> free association. 
Okay. All right, I know what mine is. Oh, you already know? Guys, I don't know what it's about me. <laughs> Sometimes it's hardest to judge yourself. That's true. Okay, I got it. Carry you have 10 seconds. Okay, Five, I'll say something. I'll three. say something. Okay. Jim, count us off. All right, so it's one, two, three, and then say it. Ready? One, two, three. Everybody's friend. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we gotta we gotta break it down. Jim, what did you say? I said, uh, everybody's friend. Oh, Carrie is so nice. She is, guys. (laughs) Um. I chose humble smarty because she's Ooh. super humble and sometimes she'll be like, this is like really stupid and not that good. And then she'll say something delightfully insightful. And I'm like, Carrie, that was very smart and delightfully insightful. Don't qualify it. And she was Thank a valedictorian in college. And what was yours, Carrie? <laughs> um, I just said harmonizer. Cause I feel like mm. I tend okay. to try to like make everyone, you know, comfortable and feel included and that kind of thing i was gonna say humble validator but then i really wanted to give um nod to your uh, college valedictorian status so. yeah you just wanted to throw in the the v word <laughs> i did <laughs> is that the v word yeah that's the, yeah, it's, it's oh, the new v word <laughs> oh. catch up on my slang yeah. Uh, all right. And I think that is a good place to end the psychologically revealing questions. Carrie, thank you so much for participating and answering. And I feel like we know so much about you now. Yeah. Now you guys know everything about me. Yeah. Except our... for your favorite movie. Thank you. Ooh. So what, what is it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't ask. <laughs> Well, that's what it's, we're supposed to tell. I think. So this question was very hard to answer when Tim and Paige asked me because no I have a lot of favorite okay, movies. Pick one. <laughs> yeah, I have very many, but I picked Back to the Future. Nice. And even then, I want to pick all of them, you know, Back to the Future okay. 1, 2, 3. But again, they told me to pick one. So <laughs> the first oh, one oh, is, yeah. I think, what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, well... While we're talking about all three of them, which one is your favorite of the three? I think the second one, just okay. because... Wait, Carrie, then why didn't you pick the second one? No, I like the first one definitely, because I, I feel like the first one lays all the groundwork and like the the basis for it, you know? But mm-hmm. I think if I wanted to like just watch one, I sometimes would just pick the second one. But I like the first one because I think you can't watch the second one without knowing what's in the first one, you know? Mm-hmm. You need the first, like, history. Play that groundwork. I think once Mm -hmm. you've seen all three of them, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. And I wanted Paige to see the first one. (laughs) (laughs) True. I'll be honest, never seen it. Watched it for the first time this week. Nerd. Yeah, what a nerd. (laughs) Uh, Carrie, why don't you you tell us about the movie? Give us a brief little little synopsis. Just a couple of sentences. Yeah. So for those out there who are like Paige and don't have not seen this movie um, yet, <laughs> basically um, there's a main character named Marty McFly, and he is friends with this guy named Doc, um, Doc Brown, and basically just like 
he finds out that Doc made a time machine. And for one reason or another, which I won't reveal, Marty gets in the time machine and then accidentally goes back in time um, to when his parents were, like, teenagers. And so the whole movie is him trying to get back to his present. But while he's there, he kind of, like, makes some trouble and has to kind of be mischievous and figure out how to get his parents back together because he he caused some trouble while he was there. So that's basically the whole movie, I would say. Yeah, no, I think you nailed it. Um, So I guess that kind of leads us into our next question about why you picked this movie to talk about. I think I picked it because it definitely holds some nostalgia and, like, memories for me. I remember watching it growing up as a family like we would have movie nights and this is one of the movies that we would always watch um and i also really enjoy it because within just the first one there's a lot of connections that are made throughout marty's life span so they just make they kind of nod to different people or different locations within the movie throughout the whole thing so you can kind of see like how one choice affects a location or a person's career, things like that. Um, which I think is really cool to be able to like pick out those little, those little things that maybe you wouldn't pick up the first time you watch it. The more you watch it, the more you pick up on little details. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, I probably haven't seen this movie in a while. I couldn't even tell you when last time I was watched it, but yeah, I think, uh, uh, somehow, for one reason or another, I was much more attentive to a lot of those smaller details, and that definitely increased my enjoyment of the film. Mm-hmm. I would say the same for me, too. The more I watch it as an adult, the more I'm like, oh, shit, I never picked up on that thing as a mm-hmm. kid, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think I think it also holds a lot of nostalgia value for me as well, because it's definitely something I watched when I was a kid, too. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Paige? <laughs> you know, guys, listen. <laughs> I am a little torn um, while thinking about this movie because, as you guys know, I've never seen it before, and I could see how it would be delightful to be, like, re-watching it, as both of you did, as, like, a nostalgic thing. But, like, I didn't like it that much. <laughs> so, is this when we and, kick her off the podcast? Yeah, I'll just put her on mute. I wonder... I posit that nostalgia is blinding you people. Okay. I don't think it's that good. (laughs) That is hurtful. That is hurtful. I disagree. (laughs) I mean, I figured you you would. (laughs) Well, uh, this is kind of a first for, uh, for the old podcast having, uh, I'm usually the real on board, on board or skeptic. Yeah. No, this is good. I brought some flavor to it. Yeah. Well, Maybe it would be helpful, Paige, if you told us the thing you hated about the movie and we could tell you why <laughs> yeah. you're wrong. That's yeah. not, I did not say hate. <laughs> I just, I mean, I guess a lot of it is, it's, it's a little weird and hard to watch now. I feel like so, there were some, like, I mean, which is going to happen with any movie from 1985, right? Like, there's some, like, kind of racist things that happen and, like, I mean, it's to be, like, it's a movie that was made in 1985 and, or probably before that even. And then they flash back to the fifties. 
So, like, some problematic things there. Also, I'm a little confused by... Okay, so this is my background of Back to the Future. John Mulaney has a stand-up little bit that goes for, like, a minute and a half where he talks about Back to the Future. And it's hilarious. I highly recommend you guys go watch it. But he's just like, you know, there's this kid who's, like, a 17-year-old whose best friend is, you know, a disgraced nuclear physicist. (laughs) And they never talk about why they're friends or even like hey remember that time we met in the lab (laughs) or just like for some reason he's friends with this like either like 40 or 70 year old no one knows how old he is and there just seemed to be a lot of plot holes for me which like i get it's a comedy it's not about the plot but i was like a little bit like why is all of this happening and also like the mom i didn't like the mom character at all (laughs) it she was I mean, I like that there was a little bit of like, oh, I've done these things. All was just like very like literally dad, save mom from getting raped. Like it was just a little too much for me. No, I think uh, I think, Paige, I think you bring up some some good points. I think some valid points. I don't know if they're good points. Some valid points that there are definitely things in the film that haven't aged well. I think that's a fair comment to be made. But I mean. Not not only this could be said of a lot of things. Yeah, exactly. So get off get off the back of Back to the Future. I'm already saying that's okay. <laughs> All right, Carrie, tell her how she's wrong. I mean, I think I agree with like even when I was giving the synopsis saying like we don't know why Marty and Doc are friends, right? But I also right. I don't know. I think there's a lot of movies that have those kind of relationships where they don't necessarily explain it. And I think sometimes when movies, sometimes movies can overgive backgrounds of people and it's like, okay, let's just get to like the meat of the movie. So I think I kind of like how the movie just jumps in and does its thing. It definitely does have some, it, it, it is dated in the sense, I mean, it is from the eighties as far as like, some racial things or sexist things and also just like kind of concerning things like when he's um when george mcfly is referred to as like a peeping tom like things like that which you wouldn't necessarily yeah yeah, which like you wouldn't necessarily (laughs) i was waiting for you to say it but you didn't but you know like you wouldn't necessarily want like a character that you're rooting for be called one of those things or something like that but i think that's why i like the movie because it has a lot of character development in it, um, which I think I'll talk a little bit more about when you guys, um, when we get more into the characters. But yeah, I don't know. I can see where you're coming from, Paige. But also, I think with any movie that's older, you just kind of have to take some of that stuff and just like deal with it. Yeah, Paige, like you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like if you watch like um, older no, movies, was- like Singing in the Rain or things like that, you know things that aren't great I think it's happen. probably a lot easier if you like grew up with it and grew up with that love of it to like overlook those things but I think it was just like coming in with fresh eyes of like I've never seen this what's this about and then you're like oh mm-hmm. yeah totally well I think um I think one I think that's one of the I think it's also one of the good things about the movie is that at its core this movie is like pretty dark like some pretty dark shit happens in this movie but they approach it in sort of this way that shows you that everything's going to be okay, you know? And at mm-hmm. the end of the movie, it's like actually a very positive message. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> and I, and I like how 
if you see Marty's like family in the beginning of the movie, um, every single person in his family is basically unhappy, kind of other than Marty. Um, and they like from their jobs to what his brother and sister do to how they like relate to one another. Everyone is just kind of stuck. And then after his trip to the past, everyone's life kind of gets enhanced by their job or they're following their interests or their passions or the parents are actually in love, you know, things like that, which I think is why I like the movie too. Like you said, Tim, cause it ends on this like hopeful note that, you know, you should be like standing up for yourself, like the dad or, you know, things like that. Yeah, no, that's good. I think, I think hopeful was the word I was trying to reach for there. Um, but yeah, I think it, at the end of the day, it is a very hopeful movie. I will also say it was fun to finally understand where like some of these fun phrases and quotes came from that people say all the time. Like what? Um, what's the one? Oh, now I'm not gonna remember. Well, I mean, like Great Scott. For mm-hmm. one. Um, what was the other one? That's like, it's like I'm gonna ask her out and like. So, oh man, this is. I watched it with Brad, and he was like, "That's oh. something people say all the time." The "You are my density." <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know about that one. I've never heard anyone say that one. Which part of the asking out? No, guys. I don't, we'll come back to it. I'll, it'll okay. come to me, but it's going to be rare. That's the part that I quote. Me. So. <laughs> Oh, you do? Oh, you do? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to my oh. sister. <laughs> okay. Well, good. There's our inside joke in class now. <laughs> there you go. We did it. Yeah, it was also very interesting that, like, mom just intuitively knew that it was, like, kissing a brother when she kissed her son. Like, I don't think that people have that instinct. Well, have you ever traveled back in time and kissed your mom? No. <laughs> well, then how do you know? Have you? I don't have to answer that. Get a warrant. <laughs> a warrant to your memories. It could have um, also been the fact that he wasn't kissing her back, really. You know, like he didn't hopefully. have passion when he was kissing her. Hopefully. But the fact that she was like, it's like your brother, like a brother. Mm. It's a movie page. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. Cool it. Jesus. <laughs> um, I, I really liked that part because I thought it was also a good uh it was good. It spoke to sort of the science fiction part of the film that maybe there are sort of these invisible tethers that, you know, uh, uh, connect all of us that are just so unseen until. All right. It's just a movie. Right moment. All right. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, that being said about how weird it is that a disgraced nuclear physicist is friends with just like a random high schooler with like no connection to his parents. Like there's not even like he's a parent, like he's a friend of my family. Anyway, I did think he was funny. Oh yeah. He's one of my favorite characters. Oh yeah. It's one of the best characters probably in film. Oh yeah. He's beloved. Oh yeah. Everyone knows who he is. Mm-hmm. They made a cartoon about him. Oh, I also really like the Ronald Reagan joke. Where he's like, who's the president? He's like trying to prove. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, the actor. The actor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty good. It's a good moment. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a hopeful movie, guys. I'm going to give... I didn't hate it, as Tim would like you to believe. I'm not that closed-minded. I did not hate it. I just... I think it was... I mean, it's one of those movies that, like, everyone's like, oh, it's so great, you're going to love it. Like, it is. It's a classic. It and... Is. Eh. Probably won't watch two or three. I mean... I think you will. I actually think you will. You probably I have both should. of them. Tape me down. Yeah. <laughs> you probably should, just, so just for completionist's sake. Plus, I think, like Carrie said, the second one is probably the best out of the series. Yeah, more happens. Like, and... how? Right. There's less, oh, uh, like, sexual oh, I violence. About that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, actually, hang on. I was going to oh. say, mm, Biff's in the second one, yeah, so... Right. No, kind of wherever it, Biff I, is. Why put Biff in anywhere? Because he has to be the bad guy. He's the yeah. bad guy in the whole thing. Okay. But... <laughs> uh, well, not I guess not Biff. It's like his descendants in the second one, but mm-hmm. Biff's yeah. kids. Yeah, his kid. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Marty McFly. I didn't see. I think the issue was I didn't really like the mom. I didn't really like the dad. Marty was like okay. I just kept, like, I was very distracted by, I was just like, that's Michael J. Fox. Wow, there he is. He's so young. And then the doctor was good. The doctor was my favorite. Yeah, he's a good one. He is a good one. Um, Well, we heard why Paige hated the movie. Carrie, is there anything you want to say to tell us more about why you liked it? Anything we haven't touched on? What was your favorite moment? Ooh. Um, I think, yeah, I think my, just cause it's fun. I think my favorite part is when Marty's playing, um, at the, at the dance and then he gets like too much into the guitar and then he's just like, your kids are going to love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just, I really like that part cause I think it shows the like difference between, um, generations and like how music kind of evolves over time and what's accepted and what's not because i started thinking like oh like what music is gonna like when i watched it recently i was thinking for us when we grow up and have kids what's our kids music gonna sound like and how Mm -hmm. weird is it gonna be for us you know yeah true but yeah i just like that part i think it's funny yeah i was like dang good for you Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because just you tragically know what's going to happen to him later in life yeah well and he didn't get to show he didn't get to be in the band or be in the play his band didn't get to play at the dance for his high school and so he got to do it for his parents which is kind of like one of those connections throughout the movie that's good I didn't think of that yeah oh nice <laughs> you know what my favorite part of the movie is what what Tim? Tell us. When they're uh, when they're getting the car ready to go, uh, and Doc Brown he says uh, he says some I can't remember the exact line, but he says something like the the hardest part is gonna wait having to wait thirty years before I can talk to you about everything that happened. That oh yeah, really, that was just really sad. Mm-hmm. Oh Tim yeah, also how like, Doc is supposed to have died. Ugh. 
I was sad. I was just like, he's like dead right now unless you literally tell him things. I know. Yeah, that's one of the dramatic ironies of the film is that you watch entire you watch his life and the and the, you watch these days in the life of a person that you know is going to die in 30 years. I mean, that sounds pretty dark for an uplifting comedy. It's a really dark movie. Okay, no, it's and so positive, remember? Does it though? I mean, that your words, Tim. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, well uh, if it's all right with you two, why don't we jump into um, who we think the most psychologically interesting character is? We are psychologists, after all. I mean, not quite. Well, soon to be. How about registered psychotherapists? <laughs> yeah, that's close <laughs> Carrie, do you have an idea? This question's kind of hard for me, but I feel like if I had to pick one, I think I would pick George. Um, hmm. just because of how the dad, okay. Um, just because of how you see him kind of develop, um, throughout the movie and at first he's kind of just like a wet blanket and just will like let anyone just like walk over him and just like, he's just like a doormat, you know? Um, and then as he's like working with Marty and kind of like builds his confidence. Um, and I think it's the part basically in the parking lot at the dance when you kind of see him like stand up for something and stand up for the girl that he, you know, really likes and things like that. Um, so I don't know. I just think I really like his character development and I like how in the end you get to see that he pursued like his career in writing and he's been able to provide like a good living for his family and, um, is is in a happy marriage compared to like when you first see him and he's just kind of like this annoying guy that doesn't stand up for anything and you don't even know how Marty came from such a like you know weird kind of nerd nerdy kind of <laughs> just like doesn't you know what I mean he's just kind of like annoyingly passive um oh in the beginning <laughs> you know he doesn't <laughs> stick stick up for anything even like when biff like wrecks his car yeah he is and i also am just like did he even like lorraine like mean? i almost i almost expected it to be kind of like a he was pining for her kind of thing but it seems like he had literally not given her a second thought until marty would like ask her out ask her out ask her out what are you talking about he's looking through her window Oh yeah. If that's not love, I don't know what is. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot. Yeah. All right. Which I feel like that part is that my favorite? No. I don't like that part of him, but um, you know, we all have our flaws. It's <laughs> true. We were all 17 once. I get it. You know. Been there. And he was definitely a very passive teen who couldn't go up to her and be like, "Hey Lorraine, I like you. Let's go on a date." So what did he decide to do being the passive guy he was? peep on her which is not yeah, great that's true i guess they sure. just like maybe they just didn't build that enough for me it was like you see your mm-hmm. through the window and then it's never addressed and they like they never he never talks about it or like looks at her a lot like it's just like a well that happened and moving on yeah i get what you mean yeah um carrie i think it's funny that you said that george is the most interesting character because when i was watching it I knew we were going to ask you this question. I thought, well, who do I think is it? Who do I think is the most interesting character? And I thought it was George as well, believe it or not. Oh, really? Get out of town. Yeah. 
Because you're right, I think he does have a really interesting kind of arc over the 30 years that this movie portrays. And um, I think uh, psychologically speaking, right, and more specifically psychodynamically, uh, we can see over time how things things that his past have kind of affected where he is right now. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. How about Biff? Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you like Biff? Is most interesting. <laughs> well, I just you know we don't have enough. We don't have a lot of screen time with Biff. Who really knows what he's up to? How about Biff's friend who wears the 3D glasses all the time? <laughs> <laughs> that was a big deal in the 50s. Like he's the most psychologically interesting. <laughs> Why is he wearing those? Is he okay? <laughs> Maybe he has a depth perception problem. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that, does that hit close to home for you? Uh-oh. No. <laughs> you guys think that movie passes the Bechtel test? No. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not even like a female teacher or anything. The only teacher you see is a man. Yeah. I'd have to agree with that. And I don't think they even talk about what Lorraine does for a living that's oh, never know, discussed. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was just thinking because in the dinner scene, I'm pretty sure the mom says something to her mom. Wait, what? Well, after Marty gets hit by the car and they're all eating dinner in front of the TV, mm-hmm. I think uh, Marty's mom says something to her mom in that scene, but I don't remember what it is. So there's it one line about, of dialogue. It about Marty? Yeah, it's definitely about Marty. Lorraine's <laughs> mom. Do we even know her name? Gotta be named. Her name is, oh, her mom's name? I don't know. Bob. Uh, Marty. Marty's grandma. Yes, Marty's her grandma. grandma. Some people are named grandma. That's fine. No, I Carrie, I can see it. Like I could see the nostalgic pull for it. Like I did laugh a few times. What was, your, um, what was your favorite moment in the film? Mine. Yeah. Literally the. Um, <laughs> Just like the end. The, yeah, <laughs> the credits. No, it was a hundred percent the Ronald Reagan joke. God, so many good moments in that movie. That's the one you picked. Well, I know, right. and maybe maybe I need a new watch. You know, maybe, <laughs> I mean another watch. <laughs> I need to watch it again. Excuse me. <laughs> well, what I think is cool about watching the second and third one is they also have some parallels of things that happen in the first one they kind of show in the in the second and third um so if you want to watch it Paige, sometime you could come over <laughs> have a little wine Ooh. watch it i'll just you know bribe you with alcohol <laughs> yeah. i mean it works every time <laughs> All right. Well, shall we shift to what we're looking forward to this week? Yeah. Uh, if Carrie thinks we've ca- talked about the movie in depth enough, oh, should yeah, we take I a do. vote on whether the movie's good or bad? I vote bad. Well, I, vote, <laughs> I vote good. Wait, Paige votes bad? What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> in case you guys weren't clear on my feelings on this movie, no, I, I don't want to say bad. I don't think bad. I think just like. Not good. 
Not no, my fault. You, you said bad. You, yeah, you, you, said, bad. you said the words bad. Um. Yeah, I just right, also right, want to well, know how you've gotten this far in your life without watching it. I just don't. Uh, it just question. it blows my mind. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm much yeah. more like a like '80s movies. Though took me a while to watch, like all the John Hughes movies and stuff. I didn't watch till I was like in college. Oh, okay. Yeah, I grew up watching a lot of those. I yeah, guess it's I just what our parents like too. Yeah, like my mom was like. You've got mail. Sleepless in Seattle. Like she was very into like the nineties rom com. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. as you know, Carrie. As I know. Yes. You're familiar. Yes. I love all those too. Yeah. Um, but it yeah, it just took me a while to get into the eighties movies. Because I just don't think my mom and dad were like that into it. That makes sense. Or they just didn't share it with me. And they really screwed me over for this podcast to be the odd man out who doesn't love this movie. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, you know what they say, develop taste of your own, Paige. Don't blame me on your parents. No. Psychodynamically, I'm going to say it's all my parents' fault. <laughs> no, well, that's more of attachment theory, I think. Hey. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, let's uh, shift into our last little section. What's everybody looking forward to? Um, Carrie, what are you looking forward to? Um, Right now, so... Paige, Tim, and I are all going to be graduating in June, um, which I am excited about graduating. But I think what I'm most excited about is having all my family come out and visit. Um, So, like, my dad and stepmom, my mom, my sister, my three nieces. um, And I think it'll just be – I think the people I'm most excited to see are my nieces just because they've never visited us here yet. And so being able to show them just – all the different places that I love and taking them to like the zoo and the children's museum and things like that. Um, so I just keep thinking about that and getting really excited. So I think that's what I'm looking forward to. That's delightful. That's very sweet. (laughs) Man, I'm so, I'm so annoyingly sweet. Sometimes you guys are always like, you're so sweet. (laughs) I mean, I need to edge. (laughs) You do. You've got one when you're asleep, so I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, just get her <laughs> in like what wait, what's the horror movie? Uh Michael Myers? Is that the dream one? Uh that... no, Nightmare on no. Elm Street. Yeah. Yeah, but who's yeah. the horror guy? Who's what's the name? Uh Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I was like I can see him, I just don't know his name. Yeah. Um anyway, is there a movie or anything you're looking forward to, Carrie, in the summer? Summer movie? Unlike you, Paige, I really don't know very many movies coming up. (laughs) So, off the top of my head, can't really think of anything. You know what? Carrie's not a movie person. This is not the podcast for her. (laughs) I am. I am a movie person. I just, I wait to, like, find out about things, like, I don't know, maybe a little closer up to when they're coming out, as opposed to Paige, who knows about them years in advance. True. She does. (laughs) All right, Tim, what are you looking forward to? Uh, well, I know I said, well, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, this TV show, Barry. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, the episode. Bill Hader? This, yeah, Bill Hader. The episode from this week, the sixth episode, was pretty good. Um, 
I think the the, the pop culture happy hour they had all those people had already seen it and they said it gets really good and so the show ends in like two weeks but which is going to be two weeks well it's going to be a while uh before this episode goes up so this is going to be outdated but i'm really looking forward to the end of barry because it's been a great show if you guys aren't watching barry go watch barry it's really good did i tell you it was barry what's his, what's his name can we get barry. it one more time can we get it's a spelling barry. B-A-R-R-Y. B as in (laughs) bear? Yeah, bear. You got it. (laughs) Oh, also. Tim, is there anything not? um, Oh, gosh. What What, what else you got? What do you mean? Nothing. Nothing else you're looking forward to? I only look look forward to two weeks ahead because who knows if I'll even be around that long, you know? Why take a chance? That's so dark. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Just Timisms this episode are off the charts. If you're not first, you're last. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, what I am looking forward to... Okay, well, actually, one thing just like generally I'm looking forward to is reading for fun. Mm. Um, I got some books. I take that one. I take that one too. All right. You know, it's my thing. You can't have it. <laughs> I also it. take it. Perfect. Oh, Maybe we could all read together. <laughs> no. Book club. We actually are starting a book club post Yeah, we're already doing oh. a book club. Tim, you're invited. Wow. Well, no, it sounds like you're already doing it. No, no it's, it's just for it's everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, put me on the mailing list, please. All right, no worries. Um, speaking of, I just finished a wonderful book called Everything is Horrible and Wonderful, a tragic comic memoir of genius, heroine, love, and loss by Stephanie Whittles, sister of Harris Whittles. Oh, my God. It was amazing. I bawled almost the whole time. But, and I finished, I started it, Two nights ago, and I finished it last night, and I haven't done any homework this week. But you know what? I fed my soul a little bit, and by feed it, I mean stabbed it in the heart because it was a really fat book. But you know what? I'm reading for fun again. I should pick a more uplifting book perhaps next time. But it was really good. It made me feel all the feelings. Um, And then generally, or more specifically, I am excited about... uh, (laughs) What? Nothing. <laughs> Don't laugh at my excitement. I'm it was the generally more specifically. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty funny. Those are Thanks, complete opposites. Okay. Like you met, you, didn't, you weren't even close. It was the other direction. I corrected myself. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, I'm looking forward to two movies that are coming out Friday, June 15th. The first one, The Incredibles 2. I love the first Incredibles. And I'm going to rewatch it probably this weekend because it's hilarious and I can't wait for the second one. And the other movie coming out Friday, June 15th is Tag. Which oh, man. Looks, oh, you don't watch Tag? It looks pretty silly. Silly in a good way. Yeah, not in a way that I'd probably watch. What? Tim? I don't want to get I don't want to get too much into it, but it I was going to say this is supposed to be like a happy like happy end happy, not end arguing. You can't argue with something I'm looking forward to. Okay. I retract my argument. Thank you. It has Nick from New Girl in it. 
It has Jeremy Renner, which like boo, but whatever. My mom texted me very annoyed the other day. Just wait, I want to find the actual text that she texted me because shout out to Becky. Um, she texted me out of the blue and said, I love Jeremy Renner. He is not all caps overrated. <laughs> I was like, what where is this coming from she's like i'm listening to the podcast (laughs) (laughs) she texted me all her thoughts throughout class i was sitting in family systems class and (laughs) texting me just like tim needs to watch some time travel romance movies (laughs) (laughs) mom has a lot of thoughts we need to get just like her on the the pod at some point yeah we have to so what i'm hearing is that we have one listener I think it's only Becky. Perfect. I don't make this podcast. I don't make this podcast for the six million people that listen every day. I listen to it. I make it for the one person that listens to it. And you know what? She has a lot of thoughts, and she thinks that we should talk about the shape of water next time. And I said Tim didn't like that. Yeah, I'm never never gonna talk about that. The movie was terrible. And then she goes, "Okay, I forgive Tim. I loved Hostels too." anyway so there's the live stream we could just do a mini episode on <laughs> thoughts of pages yeah, Mom, but great um i think that does it yeah well, thanks Carrie, for being on Carrie. yeah thank you for coming on yeah thanks for having me guys i didn't mean to be argumentative i respect you and your opinions it's fine i was expecting <laughs> it <laughs> well you took it with uh a plum, I think is the word. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of the show. All right.